Um, this is the first time that people will see us at the studio, episode 45. Mm -hmm. Golf. Oh, what, let me do this real quick. Why the hell do I have my um oh you because of the Delta on. variant. No, the, we can talk about the Delta variant. So So uh episode 45 of the Golf Performance Group podcast. Um you have your host here, LeBron Palmer. And JJ Wood. And we have a special guest. We've got him in the hot seat today. He was really in the hot seat about two weeks ago, uh playing at our nation's championship, the U.S. Open. Um, let's welcome, and how do I pronounce your last name? Carmona. Carmona. Mario Carmona. By way of JJ, do you want to give an official introduction? Because you've known this young man for a while. I've known you probably since high school. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I, I've uh, obviously, I remember you and stuff, but uh, you came to one of our varsity events, maybe the recruiting combine, or maybe yeah. you came out to Pecan Grove mm -hmm. and we played and then... Uh, uh, yeah, and then I got the assistant coaching job at Rice, and I was big on Mario, and then I ended up leaving Rice, uh, but Justin was lucky enough to get him, so he can talk about that yeah. experience. Uh, and uh, he's a great he's a great guy to talk about golf because, I mean, I know you had people help you here and there. I think the Pro Memorial, um, but you're pretty much a homemade yeah. homemade golf swing, you know, and I okay. like those types of players, and that's uh when i would talk to coaches about you like when you're in high school i was like he's a gamer i know it it doesn't look textbook but some of the stuff he does has turned out to be genius you know because that was probably what 2014 13. yeah, long time. <laughs> yeah i mean he you know and yeah he just he has that that it factor that knows how to play golf yeah you yeah, know yeah, and there in and there's a fine line you know between he knows what he does it seems like because he's yeah. made it to a u.s open a u.s <laughs> amateur good college player uh, but I, I'm excited to see kind of what he what he thinks about when he plays or when he practices because it's not the traditional swing mechanics and all that, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. So welcome to the podcast, Mario. So tell people a little bit about yourself before we get into the interview, your golf journey, and then we'll do it at the front end, the end, where people can find you, your social media, all that good stuff. All right, cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks for having me, first of all. Excited to share a little bit on myself and kind of what I've been going through. Uh, but, yeah, in terms of golf, uh, you know, I moved here to Houston in, um, when I was 12 years old. So I guess that's 13 years now. It's hard to believe. But, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I got here and, you know, I I played, uh, you know, junior golf events like Houston Golf Association and the Legends Tour tournaments and eventually a couple AJGAs oh. here and there. And then, you know, we – a lot of stuff when I was younger was a little unknown, just kind of coming here. Uh, so, um, you know, meeting guys like JJ and just learning about even I, I didn't even really know about college golf. Like I just like, oh, like, you know, can I keep playing? I thought it was just kind of for fun. I like competing. I like that aspect of just getting better every day. So at that time, I was like, oh, this I could keep playing and get an education out of it. Like, this sounds awesome. So mm -hmm. I. Uh, the whole recruiting process, I started uh, looking at different schools, mostly around here. And, you know, Rice was kind of a good, I think a good fit for me just because I really wanted to uh, get a good degree and at the same time, like I said, kind of keep playing. So that's kind of what Rice offered. And I can stay in Houston. My family's still here. My sister went to A&M, so I could stay close with uh, family and stuff. So it ended up being a good fit for me. Um, and just being there, it was a... Uh, I mean, it was awesome, you know, all, all the resources that college golf provides and just to get you better and exposure to events, uh, playing some top level college tournaments and golf courses. Um, 
and I guess we'll, we'll dive more in, in that later. But uh, definitely. <clears throat> uh, then on when I graduated, I uh, I went on the Latin America tour in 2019. Um, well, at the time I was like, do I want to get a job or do I want to keep playing? And you know, I decided to keep playing. So I went on the Latin America tour in 2019. You know, it was the first year playing pro golf. A lot of adjustments, kind of traveling. You're on your own practice schedules um so uh, it was a lot a very good learning experience going down to all those different countries in latin america which was really cool uh mitchell was, was a former teammate of mine uh you know he was down there too so we traveled a lot together so that was, that was a good time and then last year obviously you know the world kind of decided to do tricky stuff so uh <laughs> tricky stuff is a good way to put it <laughs> that's a great one so uh i uh there was really there was a period of pretty much three four months where i just there was just nothing to really do so uh thankfully here things kind of started opening up around july so i played a couple of monday qualifiers mini tour events stuff like that but it's just it's just hard playing with no no real uh i guess set schedule and then starting this year, I just kind of did the same thing, rolled a few Mondays. You know, those things are just so, so hard. It's like, well, I always say yeah. it's like winning the lottery. When you tee, if you get a late tee time and 63 is a playoff already. I remember yeah. last Monday at Houston, I played and I was like, huh, I've shot 63 at my home <laughs> course a couple of times, but 64 is my lowest tournament score. So what are yeah. the chances? You know? <laughs> exactly. And I was playing good. Like I would shoot three, four under par, you know, solid golf, but it's just not good enough. And. Thankfully, this last couple of weeks, things lined up, and uh, I was able to play in the U.S. Open. Nice, so. nice, yeah. nice. So, so let's get let's get right mm -hmm. into the U.S. Open, then. I think that's probably the best place to start since it's most relevant now. Yeah. Now, you were there for the practice rounds. Practice rounds out here at the U.S. Open are just really where the tacticians really go out and know the course. Did you feel lost, or did you feel like, okay, I can yeah. figure this out? Yeah, so I think what helped is I played in a couple of USAMs. I played in the Latin America Amateur, which are big amateur events. Okay. Uh, obviously, it's not a major championship, but I wasn't, like, super shocked right when I get there, which was good, mm. just getting that experience. Uh, uh, so that, that was a good thing. And then in terms of course, uh, my caddy was actually grew up playing Torrey Pines. Okay, oh, okay, real. okay, that helps. Okay. That helps. He won, I yeah. think he won the club championship when he was, like, I don't know, like, or something okay. like that so so he kind of knew the course he, he i mean he loved the area he grew up there till he was he went to college golf at usd so he, his parents lived three four minutes from the course so it was a good he had some good vibes going he knew the course so it helped a little bit mostly kind of where to miss and stuff like that mm -hmm. and if you've been to tory pines it's pretty straightforward like it's yeah. just driver every hole you just gotta hit good quality you, shots so. but that rough though at the open yeah, is where the problem comes in did they play. say what the rough length was this year it was high but I don't, yeah. I don't know. Did they have spotters? <laughs> like on if you side? were, to, yeah, that's so. Uh, that's yeah. What's going, so if you were to stand into the rough, yeah. I mean, you're a tall guy. Where, where would it end up being? It was on above, you? probably above I mean, the ankle. It was probably three, ankle. four inches. Oh my gosh! Whenever yeah, you have spotters on the ball right and left yeah. side of every hole, you know the rough stuff. Yeah. Lost, lost ball for me immediately. <laughs> well, I'm not even gonna look at it. Yeah, the only times I've had is the U.S. Amateur and the PGA Championship. Yeah, it was like, so you do not want to hit in there. Well, the funny thing was, I got there Sunday around midday. And I was like, I got to get on the course. I'm kind of anxious. I just want to yeah. see it. So I went and played nine holes. And first hole, I hit it like, I don't know, 10 yards left. And we never found my Lost ball. ball. And That's I was what like, I said. Lost no spotters. Ball. Welcome to the U.S. Open. You know? <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so, yeah, that ball. was kind of – the rough was thick. But 
it was funny because if you miss kind of big where people are walking, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, there were spots where it was like, and mostly it's the type of grass, really. The kakuya, yeah. it's sticky. It's, uh, yeah. So that grass, yeah. okay, so this is, I'm going to ask both of y'all. Again, I'm the um, amateur, terrible <laughs> player on the pod. <laughs> Does the grass really make a difference? The type of grass. Oh yeah, I mean it, the t yeah, it's yeah. I mean I don't I can't explain it like Phil or anything, okay. but I just know the feel of it and then that's where I tell people hit a lot of pitches around the greens out of the rough mm -hmm. cuz it's going to react differently like a Bermuda yeah, versus yeah. a Kikuya. Yeah. That Kikuya stuff's like what are those thing those like ice plants or something called? Yeah. It just feels like your club's going to stick in it. Wow. Okay. It, okay. It, it, oh, it's yeah. way different. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Especially when you you know Whole five hundred yards, you miss the fairway by three yards, and you have two hundred and twenty <laughs> yards to the green, and you got yeah. this kakuya rough, and it's just like you're just chipping out. At that point, yeah. You know? So, so JJ, I know you had a few questions also, but I wanted mm -hmm. to get this one too. Were you starstruck in any way? Like, were there were there like okay, these are people that now I know you said that you didn't necessarily follow golf as a follow golf as a kid, but as you got to college, I'm mm -hmm. sure like now, oh, yeah. you know, so. Were you starstruck in any way? Yeah, a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I was thankful enough to play a practice round with Brooks. Okay. Uh, oh, nice. Months. Had so the I, knee I hold up during the round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah how, okay. So I'm curious <laughs> because I played a group behind him, DJ, and Jordan Spieth in a practice round. I ran to the tee when I saw them, yeah. and no one will play with me, obviously. So I just, <laughs> I've seen where they'd hit their tee shots, and I'd find their divots. Yeah. And were you as long or longer than Brooks Kepka? He was longer. Really? Yeah. Like, like 10, 15 yards. Okay, I would think you'd be about as long as him. Yeah, I mean, I consider myself mid-ish long, not super long. But yeah, okay. you're, you're not a I'm Bryson. Not sure. Yeah, yeah, but, but no not, one's a Bryson. He, he's above. Yeah. He's Bryson above Finau. average okay. college yeah. player. Where would yeah. you put your like? You know, you've got the Bryson Finau, um, Cam Champ group. Then after yeah. that, you've got, got kind of uh, Dustin, Dustin, Rory, Dustin, Rory, yeah. Brooks. Groups. No, I I think Brooks is a hair below D Dustin. Hits it. Yeah. It hits a 10-15 by Brooks. So is Rory. So then you would say you're the group after that. Then. Yeah. No, I would say he's in a, he must have been in it hard. You must have yeah. been. What was it? Well, uh, could it have been nerves? Could it have been nerves? I mean, a little bit. No, Brooks, I was Did you he... ever catch one, like, go out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, when I – so when I played with Ryan Fox, who's the longest hitter in Europe, and I, he was he was a cool guy, calm the nerves, but on number eight, I missed a short putt for birdie. And so number nine, he, like, made a joke about it. And I was like, I'm so pissed off. I could, I'm going to blow it like 20 by you. So he's like, give me your best shot. And I was like, and I went, I mean, cause I had adrenaline, there was fans around. I was pissed and I swung out of my shoes and we measured it. And it was like 345. Whoa. He was 370. Whoa. And I was like, I was like, man, that is all I got. I was like, you are the man. <laughs> like, that's it. So practice round with Brooks. Did, did, were there any other guys that you were like man i can't believe that i'm at the u.s open with this person yeah it was it was actually funny i was on the range i think it was wednesday midday and it was a point where it was like uh dustin johnson harry stenson adam scott me all major yeah. winners yeah, yeah. Aaron smith and like jordan hitting balls and i'm just in the middle right there like wow so, so wow how do so you was, feel like cool. you you fit in when you're around them were you trying to be like i'm one of them kind of thing like not being starstruck not asking for autographs yeah. Or were you, you know, taking asking for pictures and? No, I mean, I, I wanted to play well. Like yeah. I was kind of doing my thing. Um, you know, they I did notice kind of they're they're kind of on their own little bubble or world. They don't. There's not working, that much yeah. camaraderie as someone would think, like behind the scenes. So, 
everyone's kind of there like on a business minded yeah. kind of you know mm-hmm. I'm here to it's a major I mean well, yeah it's a major champion like, I think yeah. it was Peter Uline because he went to Europe first so did Brooks but yep. I heard an interview from Uline saying Europe is European tour is so much more fun because there's all that camaraderie mm-hmm. and they like take buses sometimes yeah. and everyone has their own private jet here and that it's probably why they're a Ryder Cup team you know they're yeah. they're better you but know? if you yeah. think about the the culture and I won't mm-hmm. say North America, because I would say Mexico is different, but the American culture is definitely individualistic. Yeah, like we're we, selfish. We are, yeah, yeah, you are. You are going after yours. Where we're competing against it's everybody, everybody even everything. yourself sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's, <laughs> exactly. that's yeah. our issue. Where yeah. where other countries, they're more familial. Mm. It's more yeah. the, our group is greater than the individual. Where mm. I would definitely say. In America, nah, you go out and get the shit on your own. Like, that's what they want you to do. Yeah. So, And then you play college golf and they tell you we're the, a team. We're a team, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, but man. I need to work on my putting. I don't need to go to this stupid. Exactly, know, exactly. Yeah. That, that's one of the, the differences that, that I've seen. And, of course, we'll have um, episodes leading up to the Ryder Cup and all of those yeah. things. I, I'm just interested to see how that team's going to gel. Brooks hates Bryson. Um, then you got guys like Webb Simpson, um, who else will probably be on the team? Phil will probably make Young the team guys, now. Morikawa, Mount Morikawa, Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, maybe. like none so, of those guys yeah. really talk. Like yeah. if you think about it, yeah. they are. All... I think the younger guys they're a little more camaraderie. Yeah. Like because there was a knock on Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, and Ricky. You know they're too buddy buddy. They don't care. Spieth hates Patrick Reed. I mean, well, there, why wouldn't you? Things, why wouldn't you? But what I'm saying <laughs> like, is that there's all these different. Patrick that... Reed is like just always going to be that guy. But he's going to make the team. But you've yeah. got to put you know him with like yeah. that Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth. The perception I have, they're just a nice guy that'll put up with it and yeah. let him be Mr. But, but putting up with it is, is one thing. There's some pure disdain with some of the guys that are going to be on the team. Well, yeah. And I think Brooks and Bryson, I think they truly probably don't like each other or don't prefer yeah. to be with each other. Yeah. But you know, with that new PGA tour, social media influence, yeah, bonus, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, if they're, you know, they should probably hire you maybe to do their marketing. They should. Bre- I mean, come talk to me. Yeah, if they did, if they did some you. like, you know, wrestling competition, arm wrestling, at least like, <laughs> like just get some video dude, viral. They make, yeah. they're going to win that social media contest. The last thing. I mean, who would, even if you're not a golf fan, you want to see it. Golfers. And then they'll bring more fans to golf because they'll think we're athletes, you know, <laughs> back to Mario. Thanks, Mario. Okay. All right. So, uh, JJ, I know you had a few things you want to jump into maybe from his start as an amateur going to now your professional career. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll turn it over to you for some of those. Yeah. So are you're from Juarez, correct? So yeah. did you play much golf before you got here at the age of 12? Yeah, a little bit. You know, I did typical Mexican things, soccer, ba- basketball, baseball growing up. And then my kind of when my grandpa retired, he kind of really got into golf and my dad would play every pretty much every Saturday uh, at the club there. And then I was like, Oh, I want to be with my family. So, uh i went out there and i loved it so yeah. i kind of fell with it in love with it i only played for like a couple years before moving here yeah but when i got here like like i said all the opportunities you have here it's and then it's really when it kind of jumped exactly that makes yeah. sense. was there yeah. some like affordable opportunities there to play golf it was tough there was only thankfully we were not, uh we had access to the club there uh but there's only there was really that course and then just like a par three kind of course but it wasn't very good and that was it yeah but, so- uh, but we had el paso <laughs> That's what I was gonna ask so you. We so would go there and being at Juarez, yeah. going, could you cross the border to go play oh, yeah. in El Paso, yeah. you know, and get games in? Okay, yeah. so because that's yeah. always what people, because because yeah. how old are you now? 
25. Okay, so 25. Yeah. So this you were you were playing golf before we've had some of these border things going on yeah. now. So you could get over and back relatively easy. Well, now it's not as easy to get to and from across yeah. the border, I'm, even at I some mean, of those checkpoints. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, if you have the proper documentation, you can do it. It's yeah. not not a big deal. Uh, with COVID, it did get a little limited. Definitely. Uh, but, definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, I even went to middle school in El Paso for a couple of years. Oh, oh nice, really? nice, oh, nice. So you're nice. real close to the yeah. border. Yeah, it's right. I mean, they're literally yeah. right there. I mean, you could throw a rock. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, right I've driven through there, like going went yeah. to college, going back and forth. Exactly. But uh, yeah, so yeah. when so you got to the United States when you were twelve, mm -hmm. uh, to Houston, yep. and you went to Memorial Park High School after middle school. Obviously. Oh, nice. Okay. Right. Uh, so take us through kind of your junior golf journey. Uh, you know, HGA. Yeah. Stuff like that. I think for my experience, it was mostly just very grateful about all the opportunities. Uh, mm -hmm. So. Uh, and my family was super supportive. So I just kind of every summer it was like, you know, just three tournaments a week, just kind of pile them all in and have mm. something to do. And and that's kind of how I even kind of made, made friends and stuff like that. So in terms of like golf, I just it was mostly just experience for me and just kind of getting my feet wet. And then thankfully, you know, I I'm a very competitive guy. So like I, mm. I wanted to get better. I wanted to win tournaments, stuff like that. And that. I think at the time they created this little like HGA Legends Tour, STPGA kind of alliance. alliance yeah. yeah. So that kind of opened up some Legends Tour events and like the Byron Nelson Jr., the Texas Cup and stuff like that. So, so big state. Yeah. The big state, yeah. Statewide junior <laughs> tournaments. And then I got into those and, you know, that's kind of where I noticed like, okay, there's college coaches here. Like this could work. Yeah. Uh, possibilities there. And obviously, you know, first time I played those events it didn't go so great and the next mm -hmm. year it went better just part of kind of what I said just getting that yeah, experience. experience and comfortable and stuff like that um it's kind of what I valued uh, the most at that time uh and then obviously with high school golf there's you know the three four events a semester kind of thing it's not as it's like, important for recruiting and stuff yeah. either the state tournament maybe yeah, exactly. how'd you did you ever play in the Texas uh I never played state yeah no so we our our district was just stacked. Yeah. We had all the Katy schools back then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, was yeah, like yeah. Seven there was some great range. Yeah. Uh, so we would we were pretty solid. We had a good team, and then I went as an individual regionals yeah. uh, one time, and then uh, as a team we went one time, I think. And then um, I don't know. I went to regionals three times actually. Yeah. So the, the most kids, you know, nowadays, well, even your days, my days, but AJGA, everyone has to play AJGA, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but you didn't really play AJGA. I know you played you in the Invitational at mm -hmm. Carlton Woods. Yeah. How, how'd you get that exemption? I think like if you were like the HGA player of the year, you okay. would spot. <laughs> but, like and I think this is about the time I was at Rice and mm -hmm. trying to recruit you <clears throat> there. <clears throat> Can you cut that up? <laughs> no, it's faded. No, uh, but uh, but then you finish like top fifteen or something, mm -hmm. right? So, Brian, you're not familiar with AJGA. You know they have open events like the PGA Tour, then they have majors, and that was a major mm -hmm. uh, at Carlton Woods. And so you're going up against the top, say, a hundred juniors in the country, and you finish top fifteen. But you know you're still not on the radar, right? So, but he could compete with the best in the country. You know, yeah. just. It's good to show kids that you can still get to a good Division One school. You know, you don't have to play AJGA. It helps. Yeah. Uh, but uh, 
but yeah, he's a you're a good example that not mm -hmm. all the best players come out of there. Yeah. So yeah, no, I agree. I mean, for me, it was just like, you know, a little like I said, just grateful to be there and then have that opportunity and then just have fun with it. Like it's just you know, it's awesome golf course, Carlton Woods. Like it's like yeah, fell in love with it and I really liked it. It set up for my game and I still love it. And you know, I was just—it was just awesome being there. Free ice cream at the time was huge too. Like, you know, like <laughs> how about that, the U.S. Open? Did they have all the ice cream? Oh uh, yeah, in the you, you could get whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, beers, whatever you wanted. I mean, U.S. Open was. Uh, yeah, you got to take uh, advantage of that. Yeah, I, stay, I, stay, I don't know. I heard that U.S.J. might kick you out if you miss the cut. But at a tour event or PGA, you can stay. Oh, yeah. I stayed, and I tried to lose a bunch of weight before I got there, so I got to in my lucky. <laughs> Because I had to fit in my lucky pants, you know. Yeah. So, but then I could fit in. By the end of the week, it was it was, I, it was a wrap. Uh, yeah, because yeah, right. yeah, I got yeah. a sweet tooth. So. Okay, so tell us the um, most <clears throat> difficult course that you have played. Oof, that's a that's a tough where one. were your U.S. amateurs at? I played Oakland Hills, um, coaching Mill Caddy. Actually, that was interesting. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, hey, uh, he's always happy and yeah, positive. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, Pebble, twenty eighteen. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, hardest course, hmm. Honestly, I think Tory. I think Tory was probably the hardest, like in terms of Set setup. Up. Yeah. Uh, but the course itself wasn't. It was pretty fair. It's. A, I mean, if you set it up easy, it's not that hard. I think. Uh, yeah. Go look on Google Earth. It's, yeah, it's like you can hit it anywhere. Yeah. Okay. Like if the rough's not up, it's not like it's not super hard. I'd say. Let's see. Honestly, Pinehurst Green Complexes were I played oh, yeah. there. Okay. I played the four okay. ball there with Mitchell. Those things are no joke. Like you can be playing ping pong for like yeah, minutes Donald Ross. Wow. Like, yeah. wow. They're just okay. like because I played the North South Amateur yeah. a couple times. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'd say that it's not too hard uh, tee to green, but I mean the greens you miss the wrong spots. You're I mean you're dead. Okay. So that okay. that's a tough one. Man, there's just it's hard to think of one really. That's fine. Too, that's many, right. those, too many to go so through. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's good. So if you had to give your game one word, what would it be? Uh, feel. Feel. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. a good word. Feel player. Yeah. Good word. Yeah. Okay. Feel, feel. And then yeah. my last one before if JJ has any more and I want to jump into my card for this upcoming week's tournament. because So I'm a gambler. Mm -hmm. So you can give me some advice because this <laughs> is the day before the, the tournament comes on. Um, the, the last question I want to ask was at the open, was there a moment when you felt like you made it? Like, was there a moment, even though, you know, you said you didn't play as well as you thought, yeah. was there like one moment where you're like, you know what? I I'm here. I I've arrived. Yeah. And you could play with those guys too. Yeah. All yeah. well, that, but on a, I guess on a personal level, it was obviously it's really cool. You know, you get the courtesy car, you, you know, what they give stuff. you Lexus for the week, nice. Nice. All, all those perks are nice, but. <laughs> on a personal level, and obviously playing practice front with Brooks, answer. I played with Will Salatoris one day. Like, all those things are awesome. You feel like, you know, I'm playing with the how, best. How so far do you have any does Zalatoris hit it further than Brooks? Uh, about the same. About the same. Yeah. yeah. And do you have mm -hmm. any camaraderie with, like, answer? Yeah. That Since, was, you know, yeah, both Mexican, Mexican nationals. Yeah, like, were sooner, you we, know? yeah that's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We had a great talk. You know, okay. I never met him. Mitchell plays with him in San Antonio, like, Play with him like eight, ten times. So I got his number through him, and okay, we set up that practice round, and I thought it'd be cool to meet him. Just yeah, so like, like Carlos Ortiz, like you know, there there are guys, yeah. you yeah. know, that are on the tour. So yeah. I'm just wondering, Carlos's if any brother made it too, right? Yeah, Alvaro's yeah, he there. sure did. Yeah, yeah, I've known sure Alvaro for, for a while. Now. Okay, yeah. okay, so, okay. About your age? yeah, we're the same age. Okay, yeah. okay, so 
But uh, I think going back to that kind of you've made it moment, it was really neat on, on Wednesday morning. It was just, we I got like a 6.45 tea time for a practice round. And it was just me and my dad and my caddy walking by ourselves with Tory Pines, no one around, you know, quiet. And it was just like fog rolling in on number three. And I was just looked around and I'm like, man, like, you're here. I'm here. That yeah. was that was like the, the like, wow, this is pretty awesome, you know, kind of dream moment. Yeah. Know, just walking with my dad out there. So is that kind of the coolest memory you'll remember from? Yeah, that, that was the coolest one. I if I can share the funniest one was actually on on twelve, uh, the first day I hit it way right. Like it's made two bogeys. I'm like not feeling it. Mm. Hit it way right off the tee. And there was like a like a I don't know, like a tent for like concessions and stuff. Mm. So there was a lot of people around there. So I'm walking up to the to my ball and, you know, it's first time for me at least. There's like the classic like thirty yeah, people around, around, yeah, around yeah, the yeah. ball. Was there any like drunk twenty one year old? Oh yeah, that's, that's where yeah. I'm getting at. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> I have one of those too. <laughs> so I get there and you know, it's I don't know, I think it was like three, four at the time. So, you know, people had a few drinks and yeah. this guy really loud is like, All right, man, I bet you five hundred one odds he doesn't make par from here. And I was like, Oh man, like that's funny. Like, yeah. okay, here we go. So, uh, fair, I had a terrible eye. Like, I mean, my odds were actually, those were pretty fair odds. Like, yeah. I was like, not looking good. So I chop it out and have like 30 yards in front of me. I had like 150 out and I hit it 30 feet and I make it. Wow. So I made some guy 500 bucks. Yeah. Like, nice. uh, so that was nice. kind of funny. You should have yeah. turned around so, and avoided it. You know, I don't want to make this about me, but can I tell? No, you, the, can, you, can, you can. You can. You can. You can. So I like, I have a picture on my wall of the shot and I didn't realize it was that shot until like a year later. But I was in the rough and under a tree, and they're like, "Oh man, let's watch this guy." And they're drunk, like young twenty-year-olds, probably like fifteen of them. And I, so then I had heard in the trailer Phil chopping down his five wood to a seven iron to chop it. But I had a tree above me, so I was like, "I'm going to chop it. It shouldn't pop." So I chop it, and it goes straight up in the tree and almost hits me. It comes back down. <laughs> and so then they're like, "Oh man, look at this guy. He's just like us." And then they're like, so I'm like, and now, and that was when I made the turn. I was only like one back of the cut line. It was a par five, so I was trying to make birdie. Yeah. And so then I take out a four iron, and I just go as hard as I can. It like drizzles through, the, oh, no. and they're like, "This guy's terrible. <laughs> this, this is awesome." And I'm like, <laughs> "That's how I was feeling." Yeah, 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 I was like, but, but at the end of the day, and then we. You know, I made my eight and <laughs> moved yeah. on, and uh, it was pretty funny yeah. after that because I was like, "Those guys, I want to go find the match around and go play." And money beat them up. That's yeah. what I would do. <laughs> so, you think you can do this? <laughs> now, you've got any upcoming events? Any um, other? You know, are you playing on any of the other tours? What What's your, you know, plans over the next couple of years? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Still kind of figuring it out. Uh, you know, with COVID, like I said, it's been hard uh, having a set schedule and stuff like that. So I'm just kind of. Figuring things out, balancing everything out. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I'm still kind of. Where are you practicing uh, at mo mostly? Uh, right now, I've been getting a few games in at Wildcat, those yeah. guys, and then Golf Club Houston. I can go hit. Oh, those nice. Guys. Yeah. Nice. That's a good going, spot to practice out of. Yeah. I've been going to those two spots mostly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I've just got my, um, you know, we've got the Rocket Mortgage Classic this week. Mm -hmm. So, I've got a lineup I want to share, but anything before we go into the lineup? Uh, I think just. From his experience, he had a, a, a lot tougher road to where he's at, yeah, you definitely. know, than someone like me or the junior, average junior golfer playing AJGA. So what's your best advice for a junior golfer that wants to play college golf? You know, what, yeah, your best advice on how to prepare for that, how to mm -hmm. get there, um, if that's their goal. I, I think for, for me, 
most important thing is you got to have fun and love it. You know, mm -hmm. you can't just do it for, I don't know, I want a scholarship, I want whatever. Like, if yeah. you're really committed and you want to do it, uh, go for it. Like, there's so many opportunities. Those were the four best years, I'd say, of my life. Yeah. I met friendships for life. Nice. I've met great alums from the school I went to. I've, you know, got a good education. Mm -hmm. And on top of all of that, I got to have fun and play the sport that I love. Yeah, so, imagine the bills on those trips you took. Yeah, exactly. I've learned the last few years, I miss those. You so. appreciate it a lot yeah, more right after you finish. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you, you gotta, if you wanna do it, you gotta love it and have fun playing golf. Uh, I think that's the biggest advice I would give a- Yeah, I wouldn't do, do it. it, yeah. Cause it, it, it is a commitment, you know, I've, it was workouts six to seven, then breakfast, then class from eight to 12, then, practice 12 till it gets dark and then you know oh i gotta do homework for three hours and i'm going to bed at 11 and 12 and kind of doing it every day you know yeah. so yeah. yeah yeah it is a commitment and it is uh if you want to obviously if you want to kind of find success with it so like uh i'd say you gotta love that kind of grind part of it and but if you if it's golf even if you like it then it's it's easy like it's yeah. not hard definitely. yeah i mean i think so, there's a lot i mean more yeah. upsides to it but there's definitely it feels like a job at times yeah. and mm -hmm. you can't always do what you want to do like the normal college kids i mean imagine brian getting beat up at uh the practice squad on the yeah, football that, that, yeah team. you never want to do that like don't, imagine if you're just don't, on the practice squad getting beat lined, up, yeah, just beat up stuff, by yeah, that's, not yeah. that's not good <laughs> yeah. so i want to jump right into it before we go so we've got the rocket mortgage classic this week in detroit so, um, you know, should be good weather. Um, they're not dealing with the 115, 20. I got to wait. Can I stop in, you? Yeah. What is on your hat? Oh, this is just a, this is a hat by a brand called Goran Brothers. So, so are you like getting endorsements now? Where's my endorsement? This is not an endorsed hat. This is just a hat that I bought. What are, do not listen to this guy. If I had an endorsement, you would have an endorsement. So, but my, my winner for this week. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I went ahead and picked the winner. Y'all mentioned his name earlier. So I'm going with. Will Zalatoris think he's going to break through. I think he's going to break through. I've been watching his last four events. He's trending in the right direction. Brian, you have to remember, I think I t I've told everybody this story, but I almost beat him in a putting contest. You've got to stop saying We that. went like four you, extra holes. And if that happened. I do his putting could, can be. I was rooting for him so hard to win the Masters because people will talk about my putting. and yeah. be like, I, he, But I didn't beat him. Went four extra holes. And during the ball he ball. struggled at the U.S. <laughs> Open. Didn't make the cut. But First time on his professional That's what career. I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. So I think that this is an opportunity for him to bounce back. So he's my winner. But on my card, I've got Lanto Griffin. You know, three top tens this year. He's made 16 of 22 cuts. So I think he's a good person to have. Hmm. I've got Matt Wolf. Remember, I, I, I tried to say that he was coming back. I think I was a week too soon. I think he's a he's top ten for before, me. He's won there before, right? Um, he beat Bryson uh, and uh, came in second. Bryson beat him. Yeah, Bryson won. Bryson won. He, I thought I he drained the one from the French for Eagle and Morikawa was in that there. That was a three M. Yeah, this, oh, is, this Rocky. is Rocky. Yeah, this Moore. is Rocky. Okay, this is Rocky. Mind, and then and then I've also just so my flyer is Doug Gim. Dude, he's good. He, yeah. And he's been playing good. So I went yeah. back. Um, Travelers, he played well. Schwab Challenge, he played well. Mm -hmm. Valspar, RPC. So you, he's been playing well. You know what sucks for, for a guy like Doug Gim? He is so good, but he's like the least marketable person. So he's going to make like <laughs> one one hundredth of the amount of money Ricky Fowler is at like 140 on the FedEx. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, uh, definitely. Poor so, guy. <laughs> so what do you think of that, uh, you know, in your, you know, professional experience mm -hmm. of those players that I've got? I, I think Will can play well. I don't know the course very well. I think 
with all this big exciting course is a big it is it is yeah, and that's what i try to i try to do some yeah. research i need to add grass to my yeah. research well, <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> bryson and phil you know they're probably yeah. really yeah. Into, but i don't think i'll like, from what i remember much. from watching like i mean bryson's gonna be up there just because so far and everywhere and he's comfortable and he's won there i don't know if he can go back to back back to back thing, yeah, but yeah yeah it's always hard to pick like guys that won last year because it's hard to do uh but i like will i think will is a in terms of ball striking probably the best i've ever played with okay yeah. him, him and hockey okay. neiman are the two guys i've played with that ball striking standpoint it's just like superior were you able to see um, dj or rory hit it on the range a little bit yeah yeah they're pretty impressive yeah. those are the two guys yeah. that i'm always like there's nothing you could teach to yeah do that. yeah yeah, so yeah. Will, if he hits the ball well, it comes down to putting with Will, um, and he kind of showed at the Masters. He missed yeah, those definitely. couple putts, but he, he had a few that were just you know they were almost cringy, like yeah. you know like man make those. But, yeah. but he's an awesome ball striker, and he's I mean he's a winner. He's won in every level, so I like yeah. that pick honestly. Like okay, said, he's gonna win at some point. He's gonna win at some point. You know he's he's a he's a really good player. Um, it seems like length is a thing at that course. Okay, I think you know, he hits a hard. Um, you know, I don't know. Who, I don't really know the field on the top of my head, but Matthew Wolf's a good pick. Yeah. Play well there in the past. Play well at the U.S. Open. So I like it. I, I like, like it. it. Good. I like good. it. That's I need to go with it. Brio, yeah. can you explain to me? Like, so I, I remember my student that's like a professional gambler, and yeah, yeah. he said, "Let me, let me. I'll give you a little secret pick, Louis Oosthuizen." And he got close. The, before the PGA, yeah, he got and close. I've seen Louis on a leaderboard, you know, in a while. I was like, okay, whatever. And then he gets almost yeah. wins. Yeah. So, how do they figure that out? And do you think they take like you're talking about the grass stuff? Yeah, I think Bermuda greens, Poana greens, bent greens. I think that could be factored in. You could research that because that's yeah. really going to affect a lot of people. Yeah. Because uh, like bent grass guys going to Bermuda, they get. Yeah, not know. to yeah. say that you know, and they they may sponsor us someday, but there's a website. Um, called the Action Network. It's a golf-related, like, gambling thing. And basically what it does is it gives you um, stats related to maybe the West Coast swing, maybe to the Florida swing. Um, it gives you all this course data and metrics, mm -hmm. and it lets you know, like, certain guys are a good fit for this tournament. Like, they, mm -hmm. they give you, you know, ideas. And then you have to just kind of use your, okay, how they've been trending. You know, you're not going to pick a guy who just changed his coach yeah. and um, is going through swing changes, you know. Yeah. So they give you some suggestions there. But then you you really have to be a consumer of golf. Like, when you come in here, I'm probably watching golf. Like, it doesn't you matter. You have to be a fanatic. Yeah, you have to be watching what's going on because it's, it's kind of like finance. It's trend lines. It's some data. And then it's a little bit of luck. To be yeah. honest, I mean, it's a little luck because. Well, yeah, we're humans. We can't control. Yeah. I mean, you know, we couldn't control what Mario did at the U.S. Open. <laughs> no. You know, we can't. But we can say the trend line is he qualified. He was shooting 63s. He may go in there and play so, well. You know? So who's the best player you beat out there? I didn't beat many players. <laughs> hey, I, I understand that. But there's that one guy that I brag about when he does well. I'm I, like, I kicked his ass. <laughs> uh uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, I know Justin Rose played pretty bad, and we were around the Ooh, same. Oh, that'd be a there good you one. Go. You beat Justin Rose. I think he got me by one or two. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I was watching the leaderboard, and I was like, he's got a shot tracker. He's got a 10-footer beating. Damn it, he made it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, I mean, I didn't really beat many people. But, uh, oh, good deal. Well, but, Yeah, but you still beat them. You still beat them. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. all that matters. All right, so let people know where they can find you, your social media, all that good stuff, and we, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, yeah. so uh, my Instagram is Mario Carmona 96 and then Twitter is Mario, and then 
two under lines, and then Carmona. Okay. That's all I got. Okay. Anything yeah. you want to leave the people with, JJ? No, that was out. a good episode. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, so have a good that's here. been um, the Golf Performance Group podcast, episode 45. If you like what you heard, which we know you did because we're incredible podcasters, you can follow us on Instagram at golf underscore pod. You can follow us on all of your favorite um, podcasting platforms. If you just go Golf Performance Group and then the full YouTube is on the Golf Performance Group YouTube page. So um I Wait, I just noticed your socks. Can the camera see that? The camera cannot see I'm my um, to think funky socks. A little differently you know? of you. <laughs> the camera cannot see my funky socks. Or sock. you grew up in the 80s. So I, I I'm 40 years old. I grew up in the 80s. What are you talking about? I did too. So that's been episode 45 of the Golf Performance Group podcast. We're out.